Well, hello again. We're on the road again. Imagine that. It's been a week, because again, that's the only time. I I think that if we tried to record while we were playing something like Warzone, the conversation would be really incoherent, and then Clancy would yell because we weren't talking about the game, and we were getting shot at. I don't know, so... Like, what are you two knuckleheads doing? Yeah, we don't know. That's, that's the <laughs> We problem. never do, so I don't know why it would be any different. What I'm most excited about right now is what car we're going to see this time. Yeah. Because we had a 350Z pass us all rear rear, and then we saw a Viper, like a custom-painted Viper this last time, which made me really happy. That was my childhood car right there. Yeah. Yeah. The Viper, I remember... Uh, when I was kind of that age, the 911 Carrera had come out. That was pretty popular. I was going to ask, what was your car? If you had a poster, Probably what would be on your wall? I had a poster of the 911. I you did? did? Yes. I did, yep. <laughs> Beautiful Every, car, by the way. Everybody wanted a Lamborghini back then. That seemed to be like the poster car. I always thought they looked so strange, but people really liked the Lambos. Spaceships. I would probably still drive a Viper if you if you made me do it. Yeah, I, I liked Vipers a lot. I remember actually one of the first computer games I ever bought was uh, Viper Racing. Wow, that's really specific. I wonder if Dodge paid for that. Is I that think like, they did. Is that like Pepsi Man for PlayStation? It's literally, it was just Vipers. It's, there were no other cars in the game. It was just Dodge Vipers. There was, a, there was a 7-Up game that, that was about the Dodge. Yeah. That was a branded game. There's Beach, or no, not Beach. Yeah, Beetle Racing, like that's uh, the, all VW Bugs. Nice. What else? Like, I'm surprised that on the cuff... Didn't there's, there's, Burger King come out with their own video game a while back? Well, I wouldn't doubt that. Um, there's a few companies that do a lot of Mario Maker levels. I want to say McDonald's actually comes out with official, like, Nintendo Mario Maker levels. That's cool. What else? Wendy's. I think Wendy's might actually... I think it might be Wendy's because they seem to be up on the social medias and all sassy with their profiles. social media is actually a good follow if you ever get bored or looking for something else to to subscribe to. We got fried chicken in the back. You can't really see him. You can kind of see him. There he is. There's fried chicken. We also got Pony Man on the other side. He's behind me right now. So, oh, you saw his hand right there. That's all you need to see, apparently. Um, yeah, now all I can think about is branded video games. I'm trying to think of, of like sponsorships. I know with like Gran Turismo, I think it was all internal advertising, but the yeah. the wall, you know, the the race tracks all had branding, but I think it was all internal. I think it was all their company and the manufacturers of the vehicles. I played so much of GT. I love that game. I that is really the only reason right now why I want to buy uh, PlayStation VR. I can't do the jump scares. I can't Yeah, I know these aren't my glasses. Not that anybody's even watching or cares, but these glasses are driving me crazy. This is not me, I don't think, and I'm not Hank Williams Jr. over here. So, um, and I totally lost track of what I was thinking about branding. Oh, uh, I would want to get a wheel and VR and do the whole thing for Gran Turismo. That'd be really fun. And then if Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator would get ported, or if I have to buy, if I have to buy an Oculus for the PC at that point. Or whatever, but that intrigued me a lot too. I guess they just patched, and they have a ton of high-res U.S. landmarks now, so it makes it even more shiny to to fly that. Um, what's cool is it's real weather. It's in-the-moment weather on it, and so if you fly to where there's a hurricane, the hurricane will be there. 
and people actually flew into one of the hurricanes when it came out just to see like what it would be like to fly into a hurricane. So there's that. How cool are video games getting? Apparently, well, I mean, it can't get cooler than Pepsi Man or the 7-Up game on Nintendo. I mean, I don't remember what that one was, but if you remember any more, post it in the comments, because I can't, I know there's got to be a bunch more, and some are better than others. Um, but I think that's actually, it's a market that I, I wonder why hasn't been hit more. Like, not that a lot of companies want to associate themselves with, like, Grand Theft Auto games or something, but there's, it's a city. There's advertising. Yeah. Like, there's... But there's companies that do it really well outside of, like, being in the game or, like, you know, obviously Mountain Dew and Doritos are, like, they push Call of Duty gaming yeah. the heaviest. Yeah. You know who does really interesting in the social media space is Ford. Like, they've supported tons of podcasts and tons of digital networks, um, and they get out there a little bit differently. You see Ford putting advertising dollars into new media, into social media, into podcasts, and things like that. Yeah, Pepsi Mountain Dew, the Pepsi brand, they're all over Call of Duty, double XP bags of Doritos, double stuff like that. Tino's Pizza Rolls. Whoa! I think Noah J is actually sponsored by Tortinos. I think I've seen that. Oh. That's that he has actually a really interesting smattering of sponsors. I think Rocket Mortgage as well. And so, <laughs> like, why not? Because you have to be in a house and you're going to eat pizza. So, both of the things. I feel like me and a pizza roll sponsorship would be... Heaven? Match made in heaven. There we go. I do indulge in the pizza rolls from time to time. I don't know if you can tell by my figure. Fried chicken enjoys them, that's for sure. Very few things all of my kids can agree on at the same time, but I think pizza rolls is one of those things. But when for they the were... record, way better in the oven than the microwave. Yes, yeah, except for sometimes when I want a pizza roll, I need it in 30 seconds. And so and I want it hours. scalding hot. <laughs> yeah, I want it scalding hot in my mouth. And so, uh, but I agree, yes, give it 10 or 12 minutes, whatever it is, in the oven. They're crispy, they're flaky, they're Tortinos. They're not even a sponsor. Why are we doing this? But but my kids, so when they were really little, because they were so hot, I would cut them in half with a pizza cutter, yeah. and that's still how they have to eat them. Like, they have to be cut in half. Cut them in, what are you doing? Whatever. So, um, so it's only been a week, because we were on the road last week, so we're on the road again, and it is Black Friday, so we were, we were like, what do we talk about? Um, and we leaned into if there was any deals, and I said that I was looking at TVs, but I'm always really looking for TVs. The TV in our living room is nine years old at this point, I think. It was one of the first uh, affordable 60-inch screens that Vizio made, and it's been a great TV. I mean, the only thing that really isn't up, I guess, is I have not launched the internal apps on it in forever. Um, I haven't needed to. We do everything with an Apple TV 4K. Um, so even if I, I don't know, the last time I checked Netflix still worked, but who cares? Like yeah. it, I don't, because I just use it as a screen at this point because everything in our house is, is Hey Siri, um, which I know Ethan's eye just switched a little bit because I'm sure he's an okay Google household or something like that. Uh, I'm a go find the remote household is what I am. Yell at one of your kids. I like it. Yeah. Like it. That is actually one of the coolest little nuance, little things about like an Apple TV is you can tell it to pause what the content that's playing and restart it and stuff. And so when we can't find the remote or somebody knocks at the door or whatever, you can just yell it. 
um, the wiretapping device in your house to to hit the pause button for you. Which is yeah, a, Big Brother willing to pause the uh, show for you. Huh? Yeah, it's nice. There's a guy actually. There's a guy in Langley, and he's ready, and he hits the pause button on my TV for me. It's really appropriate. It's really nice. Let go. Someone's at the door. I want to clearly hear this conversation as well. I think it's so interesting how much influence AIs are having now, and we're totally getting off of the TV purchasing Black Friday conversation, but. Um, the influence that Siri, Google, Cortana, and um, Alexa have had, and political. Like you can ask it, a, you can ask it a question. People don't like the answer that it gives, or the the biased leaning answer that it gives, and all of a sudden it's a problem. And then uh, people realize that they're you know, private companies that what? might have. Shaping. An agenda that's different than yours. What? Yeah, the, the one example, and this isn't leaning any one way, whatever, with with politics, but during the election, I think Tuesday, during the election, later in the day, um, you could ask Siri, who or how old is the president? And it started talking about Kamala Harris, which was super interesting. Yeah, and it was like, well, Kamala Harris is this many years old, and blah, 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 and... I, it wasn't the, it wasn't the answer. I thought it was going to say that Joe Biden was seventy some years old or whatever, and that was going to be what it was, and not uh, not the case. And so, yeah. So there you go, people. Realize that the thing on your wrist, the thing in your pocket, may be owned by a corporation that may have an agenda of some kind, or at least some bias in some way. So educate yourself, no matter what way you lean, left, right, center, up, down. Do your thing. Yeah, I know it's hard for some people to believe, but uh, not everything on the internet is true. What? Yeah, I know. So you're telling me that the Nigerian prince isn't coming to see me? Uh, no. Hopefully I, you send him the money already, because he really needs it. I still believe. I still believe, and I'm waiting. I just got to get him in this country. It's that processing fee. Just waiting for that processing fee. Yes. When, when I can't sleep, I will put on... YouTube videos, I have a couple channels that just like drone on, and it's usually like if, if I'm not feeling like intellectual enough for a TED talk or something exciting, because usually those will engage my brain instead of relax my brain um, I will turn on like Kitboga with there scam baiting and stuff, and it's stuff like that that just drives me nuts, it's so funny that it's how um, the stories they tell and I don't want to make too much light of it because people fall victim to it every day, and so call your computer guy, which is me, and um, don't click on that link. Don't send them your credit card. It's not Microsoft calling. It's not an Amazon gift card. The IRS isn't going to email you directly and yeah, just demand you have 24 hours or they're going to send the police. Yeah, the border, not how it works. Border Patrol did not find a Toyota Corolla with 22 pounds of cocaine that was rented with your social security number. These things don't happen. And you know what? Like, even if you're on the fence, scared and worried about it, my vote, hang the crap up. Let them send a certified letter. Let them come to your door. Or, worst case, if I do an evening in the local jail, which isn't going to happen, like, if, if that's where it gets, that's a lot better than losing your life savings and losing the thing that happens. And so, guys, when in doubt, hang up, get off the phone. And I don't know why this turned into a tech conversation. This is like our... Our other podcast, our other podcast goes knee deep into tech stuff as well, but just and don't. it's not even supposed to. What, don't. Yeah, it's definitely not a technology conversation at all. But guys, don't, don't make that phone call. Um, don't call them back. It's not Microsoft. Leaving you a voicemail. 
This is Microsoft. No, it's not. I promise. I was in the valley in the middle of a metro area and walked out of a store. And I don't know why this person walked up to me, but this person walked up to me with their phone on the phone and handed it to me and said, these people are on the phone. They're telling me I have to go in and buy $500 gift cards and this, that, and the other. And just classic scam story, right? And I picked up the phone, talked to the person, said some really fun things, hung up with them. And then the guy showed me the the thing that he got. And it was just an email, a pop-up. It was something that it said, you're compromised. We have your stuff. And we're going to tell your wife what you're looking at on the internet. And I mean, a lot of it's scare tactics. For you guys that are wondering, a lot of it is, oh, you've been looking at naughty things on the internet. And we're going to tell everybody. There's actually a... Uh, a Black Mirror episode that plays to that. Have you watched Black Mirror? I haven't seen that episode. I have seen some. It is about a kid that they record him doing some not awesome stuff, and the rest of it is him trying to like get away from these people. But you don't know what he did until the end of the video, so it's it's really on its head. Like because you're like the you think the the protagonist is on one side and you're really for him, and then questions everything. I don't know. It's an interesting show. It definitely makes you think, but then it goes off the rails, like it goes off the deep end. I felt that way with Mr. Robot. I don't think there's been a more accurate representation of hacking, and for nerds, I have a really hard time with how technology is portrayed. Like, people are never on the phone when they're on the phone on a TV show. Like, even when they, like, they'll have a screenshot and they'll turn their phone and the picture rotates. No, that's not them on the phone. It's just like drinking. Nobody is ever drinking coffee on a TV show. Those cups are empty. So listen, because every time they set the cup down, it goes, the nobody, there's never anything in the cup because actors don't have the ability to hold liquid and to not screw things up, I don't think. (laughs) It drives me crazy. Like, look, are you saying that when Brad Pitt takes a drink out of that Pepsi can of World War Z. There's nothing in it. I don't, there might have been. There might. Brad Pitt, very talented actor, and if you've he's seen, got his stuff together, he can manage it. You talk about you talk about product placement in video games. Right. That is an entire movie based on Pepsi. And for those of you that haven't seen it, it's a great movie. And I hate scary movies. I hate horror movies. There's like three jump scares, and if you can get through the jump scares, um, and I promise. I close my eyes and squint or hide like a little baby, but I really enjoyed that movie. I think yeah. they do a good job at depicting like a zombie outbreak. Um, heard there's a sequel. I don't know if that's true. I would watch it. This one brought to you by Crystal Pepsi. Wouldn't it be fun to have that come back? Do you remember the '90s? Clear yeah. Pepsi. Clear Pepsi. Was there for a minute? Um, yeah. Don't click on the thing, guys. Don't get taken for a ride. I just, I don't know. It makes me sad to see it happen that people get taken advantage of. But, yeah, in movies, just, wow, the, the, the place that we're going with this conversation. With my parents, it's it's horse stuff. Like, my dad was like, there's no way they would pull that trailer with that truck or with that Suburban. Yeah. You know, and then, or I can't remember what movie it was. Oh, man, it was a really, really big horse movie in, like, the 90s. And my parents counted how many different horses they used for the main character, the main horse. Sure enough, in the credits, I didn't know they would do this. In the credits, it was like, and playing Flicka, or whatever the horse's name was. And it was like, boom, 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 boom. And my dad was all, you know, happy. and Yes, I told you. There was that one that put the makeup on the roan. And that one had a star, not a stripe, and blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, 
So I do the exact same thing. Uh, I have an issue with the way chainsaws are portrayed in movies. Seriously? You watch Texas Chainsaw <laughs> Massacre and you're like, there's no way that's running right now? No, it's just I watched a movie recently and like a bar nut got loose and then like so the whole bar and everything just like flew off and like cut the guy's leg off and I was like, yeah, that wouldn't happen, but that's cool. I'm glad that, you know, furthered the story. So just one of the bar nuts came off and like... Yeah, I don't even... It went over and into the guy's leg apparently. Yeah. Fairly weird, certain... Right? The, the chain would lose the momentum it had once it was off the bar. Yeah. Not that it wouldn't break skin. Like, that's going to bleed, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah. That's rotating pretty fast. But, yeah, anyway. Chainsaws. That's funny. It's so funny how our own niches. Like, and I don't well, it's drink. like, yeah, watch Ash vs. the Evil Dead. And apparently, a chainsaw can cut through anything. So, what are you going to do? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know why the, the empty cup thing bothers me, other than I know that there's nothing in that cup, and it just drives me crazy. I know. It's so I stupid. I feel like I learned something about you today. <laughs> so I appreciate that little peek into your brain. Little insight. Yeah. Right here. Um, yeah. Hey, so you're talking about TVs a little bit ago. TVs. To come full circle. The resolutions and the pixels and stuff. What, what's your what, what's your thought? What's your comment? Well, I, I have a 4K TV, but I don't know if anything I have even uses 4K. I, a, I don't know if the Pro even pushes true 4K or if it's just... That's cool. Well, I, is it, is it, does it send a 4K picture? I don't know. But even if it sends a 4K picture, does it have a 4K player in it? And yeah, I don't know if that's a 4K thing. disc in it. And I don't know the answer. And we don't have cell phone service, which is why we're not... Looking why, it up. Yeah. So, if you know, let us know. Does Is the PlayStation... I want to say that regular PS4 was not a 4K player. I remember that being a thing. Yeah. But honestly, I don't care. We live in an area where I don't have bandwidth to support 4K content anyway. Yeah. The only 4K content I would have is if I bought a TV and I had 4K discs and that was it. It'd be local 4K media. Um... Uh, I believe the mark for 4K on Netflix is like 25 to 50 meg to be able to ensure a good 4K image. Uh, I yeah, know we're I've, not going to have that. I've done it over LTE because I wanted to see it. I wanted to see a 4K YouTube video get played, and it was like a test image. You know, it was just like shiny, whatever. Um, I can do 1080p pretty consistent, and it's a good picture. I don't need to. But for the most part, I think most of the Hulu and the Netflix stuff that people watch in our area is 720p. And I'm fine with it. Once, when you see the difference from 480p to 720p on my TV, like once you see that difference, I'm happy with what 720p is. Um, obviously, you put a Blu-ray in and you have a better frame rate. Uh, you know, any of my any of my Blu-ray content or 1080p content, yes, you can see the difference there. But I mean, that's I don't know, leaving less and less. Like I'm gonna buy all the Marvel movies on Blu-ray because I want the shiny, I want the pretty. I'm going to buy action movies. You know that we're going to have Top Gun Maverick on Blu-ray or 4K or whatever at that point. Which, that's the funniest thing that's been the saddest part of my wife's year is they keep moving that movie back. Yeah. I think it was a Christmas release, and I looked a couple days ago, and I think IMDb said it's now July 2nd or 3rd, 2021. Oh, that's rough. Yeah, my wife's eye twitched a little bit. I think she likes Tom Cruise. Pretty safe bet. Handsome man. Fairly safe bet. Very short person, too. That's what I hear. But they are filming Mission Impossible 7. I'm hooked, I'm hooked on those movies. It's like, a, it's like Fast and the Furious. It's a guilty pleasure for me. Like, I just enjoy watching the craziness that ensues. Um, 
so I've never watched the Mission Impossibles. What? Nope. Not even the original with Emilio Estevez? No. So I've seen the first one, like, when I was a kid, though, so I don't even really remember it. I remember my dad watching it. Oh, that was And I was, like, in the room. But that's as familiar as I am. One's good. One has, um... Wow, I'm going to forget the actor's name. I apologize. I want to say Vaughn is in his name. Ethan Hawke. No, I'm sorry, man. The the older gentleman in the first one. Uh, so Emilio Estevez, Tom Cruise, uh, Vin Rains, which comes back, which is cool to see him in the newer ones. Uh, Simon Pegg's in the newer ones, so oh, you get it? yes. So you, he's an IT guy, so you get like it's he's funny. Hilarious. Yes, and it's good. He adds he adds to it. He was like the best part of the Star Trek reboots. Yes, man. And they're I heard they're not going to make the next one. I want to see. Oh. I need to go back and watch those because that's good. Uh, but no, so Mission Impossible is good. The second one, not so much. But the third one on, they just get better, and I, I just enjoy them. It's it's just ridiculous. So it's exactly like Fast and Furious. Yes, yes. Except for two and three were kind of sketch. Well, so three is Tokyo Drift, right? If yes. you're And which was kind of like the redheaded stepchild of the series until recently, and they're kind of roping it back in because uh, canon is canon, you know. Canon. Um, and I actually don't mind Too Fast, Too Furious. I mean, Ludacris came to the series because of that. He he took on, like, all of a sudden he goes from a petrol head to an IT guy. Not sure how that happened to to his character, but it did. Hey, the cars got smarter and so did he. I, that's That has to be what it is. And his hair got a lot shorter, but anyway. Uh, grew up listening to Ludacris. Fan of that style of music that he produces. Yeah, so I don't know. Like, you have 4K TVs. I don't. No, I do. We have one 4K TV, but I didn't buy it for 4K at all. I only bought it because it fit the size of the space in the room that I yeah. needed just right. It was on sale. It was a Woot thing. It wasn't your router root status, but it was pretty cheap. <laughs> Dog of my router? But I just think it's literally the cause of all my problems. I, I honestly think it may be the bottleneck of a lot of your issues. Not probably. But the... My yeah. $15 router? Come on, man. Uh, excuse me? I was told that it was $35. $35 router? Get your story straight. Somebody's going to correct you in the comments. I'm telling yep. you. Uh, um, and that person, I think, may have your last name. Yep. Yes. Your wife is very punny, by the way. She made a Facebook post She's yesterday. Hilarious. And I'm not going to say what she said, but I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed the last line of her, her Facebook post. Um, She's a silly girl. Yes. So, yeah, 4K TVs. Yeah, I don't have room. We couldn't bring one home. But I'm waiting for a Black Friday or a... Honestly, if, from what I'm told, statistically, Super Bowl week is the best time to buy a TV because that's when they throw out the get as big of a screen as you can. For the least amount of money as you can. Right. And so I'm, I would be, I'd be happy somewhere in the middle. I don't... I mean, I guess if I'm going to buy a new TV since it's been 10 years, I'd get an OLED. It would be nice to get something really pretty. Like oh, yeah. space, I'm not super worried about. I think I could probably go to about a 75 before that corner of my wall would, it would start not looking okay, right? 75 would look good. I think, I, I think it would be okay. Uh, but honestly, a 60 looks good for the space that I have. So maybe a really nice 60 as opposed to a maybe 75. I don't know. We'll see. I have no reason to buy a new TV right now. I really like my 65. It's just like a really good size. Is that your living room? room? Yes. Okay. A 60 in my bedroom because we didn't know what else to do with it. So, so much of 
the size of the screen really is dictated, I think, by the size of the room. Yes. Right? I mean, a 60-inch TV does a lot of people fine because their living room isn't ginormous. But if you have, you know, a huge fireplace and a really deep open space, then, yeah, you want something bigger. Uh, or, or something bigger would, would be nice. Um, I mean, you can see R60 from the kitchen fine, I think, and it's still okay. But that's just how our floor plan works out. I want to do a projector for a long time, but I don't think it makes sense. If I do a media room someday, I may do a projector, but maybe not. I don't know. I have no idea. So there's that. So Black Friday, if you guys are picking up anything on Black Friday, let us know what you got. Uh, I'll be looking for a router today. Yes. It, <laughs> we may have a few minutes. We'll have to see where we end up. But yeah. we may have some time. We could stop by a store, see. I thought about hitting a GameStop if we do go to where. That would be fun. They still have those they do. GameStops? They do. They are, I'd say, a dying breed, kind of, because physical media in general is having a problem. But um, I will be really interested to see how the sales go for the two PlayStations, right? Yeah. They opted to have a digital-only edition for people that have internet and then a disc only or a disc edition for people that live where we live which isn't their reasoning but I think it's a big factor into why I will buy the okay, disc version but, but honestly right so we bought Cold War you get the disc the physical media you put it in to try and save on the download but there's still day one what like a 20, 20 30 gigs. meg 20 gig 20 gigs yeah it was a 30 gig transfer from the blu-ray oh yeah transfer and was then, 30 gig and, and then, then a 20, 20 gig, gig download to patch it the back of the di the back of the box says up to 190 gigs, but I think that's very much including the 110 gigs that Warzone requires. Yeah. And I don't know, like, I don't know what to do now because I have Warzone installed with Modern Warfare, and then I have the Cold War disc, and so I have the two different ones. So I don't know if the whole sharing thing is happening between my two games. So there's a date, and I believe it is in sometime in December that Warzone is officially flipping over to Cold War. Um, so Treyarch is going to take over. Does that mean that I have to download it again? Well, so there's a launcher from both. It's running more off the Activision account, so I guess I, I don't But in, in Cold War, if I launch Modern War, or when I launch Warzone, it starts exiting the Cold War launcher. So I don't yes. know if it's trying to get into War. I don't know. If, but I, it would be nice to know, because if I have to download 100 gigs, I would like to start that sooner than later two weeks before I really need it because it's how long it's going to take to download you just said really need and video games and that's a really interesting concept our our perception of need but I I'm, need it. I'm not disagreeing with you because it has become a way that I and this sounds really silly but unplug or disconnect and relax a little bit so there's that everybody's Honestly, got their thing for me to hang out with my friends what? and visit and do fun stuff and be outrageous, yell at the TV, because I'm not very good. I do enjoy hearing some of the background conversation when your when your wife does get involved with your gameplay. Yes. My wife just says I look like an airline pilot because of my hair, because of my um, my headset. But I usually play when everybody else is in bed anyway. So. Yes. My wife thinks it's fun to try and start conversations with me while I'm in the middle of gaming. Or one of your children as well, which is super funny. Yes, they like climbing on top of me because why not? I look like a perch. That's what my little boy was doing last night. Kept getting up in my lap and then I'm like, nice come on man, I'm playing. He doesn't care. I've noticed that about him. 
So your thoughts on uh, freemium, real quick, because Clancy's funny. Oh, there we said his name again. Uh, my my brother, when he plays, he is all the way against paying for ads for add-ons, right? Whatever. We played Clash of Clans for a long time. He's not about that life. He says, I'll never pay for gems or whatever it is. And Warzone, we were just talking about that you really want a scope or an attachment or whatever, and there's no way to do that, but you can buy blueprints. And so, are you opposed for pay-to-win? Um, not it's, it's different. Like, if you come out with a free-to-play game, and you're letting people play for free... But you're saying, hey, look, we need to recoup our money and this is how we're going to do it. Then, yeah, do it. You know, especially if it's cosmetics and it doesn't necessarily have a huge impact on the game. Where Call of Duty is a little bit different, which I know you can just download Warzone. So you can just play Warzone and never buy a Call of Duty game. Yes. And then, yeah, you're grinding out the guns that everyone else is going to do faster because they have the games. But, I mean... They still got to make their money because they're putting a lot of resources in that. Thing. It is a AAA title. It is. It, yeah. it is some recycling because they're using the engine. They're using yeah. a lot of stuff they already did. But it's a game mode that people want. I mean, if Epic has taught us anything and PUBG taught us anything is that they like the format. And for me, once you get over the steep learning curve and you get start getting a loadout that makes a little bit of sense for you, um, then the game does become fun. Like, I enjoy it. And... It's actually when you have a couple of loadouts, so you can start when you feel the situation and you know what to do and what to get, and then you go in feeling more prepared to your engagements. Like, total game changer for me, I feel like. Well, mine completely changed, actually. Well, my my loadouts change the most depending on who I'm playing with, and not necessarily if I'm playing with you or somebody else, but with how many people I'm playing with. Like, my duo loadout is typically much different than my trio loadout and maybe it's a confidence thing but I will go ghost straight away in duos and deal with a second gun rather than do two good guns to start and then know that I'm going to get a second loadout because I've got more support. I don't Whereas know. trios and quads you're definitely dropping your overkill loadout first and then because you know you're going to find the cash you're getting the, the fights. Yeah but it, again, again it depends on who I'm playing with because if True. I'm playing with a couple other strong players I may go ghost first and get myself set knowing that I can do what I'm doing while they do what they do and I'm going to be able to pick up a gun from them on their second loadout or or I'm going to get something good along the way like um, one person we play with will do the same loadout multiple times and so I know I can pick up their kilo the second time around and be fine if I don't have an AR to start things off so yeah I'm I'm starting to convert to the kilo too it's a good M4 I love the M4 but I don't know, that Kilo just seems so much more accurate. I like the Kilo. I like the MP7. I like the HDR. I think are the three most used um, weapons that I use. Yeah, I'm definitely an M4, Kilo, and I've been really trying to push that uh, SB-208, whatever it is, because I want a better sniper, because the HDR, I just struggling with it because I don't have good optics and I don't level it up because I don't use it because it's not leveled up and so that's where the conversation started with pay to win and blueprints and can I just buy a scope? I need a scope yeah. if I had a decent scope I would use that gun but I don't and so I just have to keep taking these weird pot shots and put the team in danger and it just well and that's also where 
that's also where paying for the game comes into play too because if you bought Modern Warfare or Cold War or whatever and you had multiplayer now play sniper only games in multiplayer you have a lot more reps a lot more chances to kill and then you can level the gun in a different way right and that's where a lot of people that play Warzone that are really good also are really good because they have multiplayer and they level it up and they're the ones buying the battle passes I'm sure they're the ones doing everything else as well because that's, that's another thing is we're in season six right now of Warzone. And so you pay 20 bucks and you get the battle pass and then you can get more shinies and more emblems and stickers and calling cards and blueprints and other things like that too. So it's interesting. To me, it's completely discretionary income. You know, it's it's something you have to choose, right? It's after a lot of other things, but... Yeah, and I mean, I can't believe how much customization is in that game. And I think that's that's part of the reason I enjoy playing it so much is tweaking, min-maxing the guns. It's like going back to Diablo days where you're always min-maxing, oh, you know, looking at your crit damage versus, you know, your your raw attack damage. And well, in the opposite of Fortnite, like I've seen a couple of people that are like hot pink or like really pastel-y colors. And I think that's the exact opposite of what you want in Warzone. Yeah. I've seen them and that's fun, good for them, but... Like, I think you want dark, neutral colors because you're trying to blend in as much Those as possible. Those really aggressive players, they like the, the flashy colors, and, you know. And then there's people who are like, you know, Coyote, Coyote Tan and Olive Drab, and let's just blend in and yep. lay low and let's get the dub, you know. Yep, as dark as possible to fit into the shadows, right? I don't know. So, it's fun. There's replay value is what I've noticed. Um, I enjoy it. I enjoy it so much that I bought Cold War for, Cold War for Zombies, and I haven't spun up zombies yet. I know. I so, feel very guilty about that. that. I do. Because I was super excited for zombies. Still am. Yay. But every time we get on, it's like, oh, yeah, we just assume and we just start up Warzone. So. Yep. I'm enjoying it more presently. Yeah, I've really been digging it, especially the last last month or so. Really been getting into it. And any idea what this guy's doing? Not. I don't know. Let's find out right here. Everybody doing good? Fried chicken? Pony man? Uh, yeah. Good? All right. Soul journey on. We're at a, a stop of sorts. We're about as far away from two places as we can be. Yeah. So we're going to continue on. Um, this is actually the same path where we were recording when we did uh, the pilot the episode. One. The yeah. haunted service stations and something something. I forget the title. but Oh, show. Anyway, so yeah, that's a lot of a lot of Verdansk to bring up. But um, what else? You've started Ready Player Two. No, I have. I have not. So no spoilers, no crazy, but initial impressions, I guess. What do you got? Um, yeah, don't spoil it. For- so my least favorite thing just happened again. I have gotten into the habit where I want to do everything in one pass because it makes it much easier for post-production, even just putting clips together. But apparently I hit a button um, trying to keep the laptop somewhat level and such. And anyway, we didn't. But it happened at a very nice, interesting segue. We had just finished talking about um, Warzone, and we were going to pivot into Ready Player Two. And when we did, there was an older gentleman on the side of the road with a briefcase. Like, the most like respectable hitchhiker I ever think I've seen in my life. Yeah, not often do you see a hitchhiker with a briefcase. I'll give you that. He looked good, but what we decided is we think that his wife may or may not have gotten upset with him and kicked him out of the car. 
because that I, was the vibe I was getting. There was no vehicle. There was nothing else going on. So I don't know what he did, but uh, I hope you say sorry. I you hope. know what else makes me think of that? Because he had just an oddly contented smile on his face about the fact <laughs> he was hitchhiking. Like, yep. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know what's going on there, but sir, the best to you. I hope you yeah, found your well. way home. Um, so we were talking really quick about no spoiler yes. initial impact. You're three or four hours in, you said, nice. with Ready Player One, and it's a mixed bag for you. So give us a real quick recap of what Man, you're Ready thinking. Player Two is throwing a lot at you. Um, you know, if you're a big fan of the Oasis, big changes are coming, and it's it's kind of I don't know. There's a lot of friction, a lot of you know, if you fall in love with the main character Wade. You know, kind of how he gets and, and how sometimes he's a little emotionally not the most mature. And so it's just causing some issues. And so this was the a first like hour and a half, two hours was really somber to me. And I just was like, I was kind of getting a little down. Not going to lie. Well, this was a book that I didn't know if I ever wanted a sequel to come out for. I exactly. hope that he wrote other books like he did with Armada. Yeah. But is this one that you, it's one and done and you leave it alone. Like, why revisit the universe and risk messing it up? And I don't think he would have if he didn't think that he was going to be able to do it justice. It yeah. yeah, so who, who knows? And I don't know. Like, I was right before I stopped listening to it from my commute home, right before Thanksgiving, I we got to a point where, like, a really huge thing's happening, and I'm not sure how I feel about it. So I need to keep li listening, reading. I just, I don't know. But the pop culture references are there. They're tight. They're good. It's still fun. A lot of the humor's there. It's just the main story arc is not going where I thought it was going to. And well, we speculated. I don't, I don't know how I feel about it yet. We I speculated really all over the place. And not then we close. were way wrong. Right? Be with you. Not even close. So, I don't know. I have it. I downloaded it on Audible. I have the book sitting at my office. Um, I'm so knee-deep in other stuff that it may be Christmas break before I find time to be able to to do it. I do. I don't I don't know. I just have to see what happens for me. It's not going to be tomorrow, unfortunately. And I'm sure it's a 10 to 12-hour listen on Audible, right? It's got to be somewhere in there. So 16, I feel like. Okay. That's what it was saying. So that's even more. Yeah. But so. the book looks about as big as the other book did, but I haven't cracked it. I just have it sitting on my desk. Did I hit? Anyways, but, I mean, overall, I'd say I'm enjoying it. Um, you know, I feel like it was a little, a little slow starter, though, for me, so far. All right, well, we'll have more to come on Ready Player Two. A lot of movies in this episode, a lot of, like, squirreling and getting into the weeds on random stuff. Please don't click on that link and get scam baited. Yes. I think is really the highlight of the, the, the more you know PSA that we could give you, is don't click on that stuff. Yes. Call your kids. Hope you enjoyed this random conversation of two dudes talking about tech when yeah, maybe they're too old to do it, but hey, we try. We do what we can. What, what were we going to call it? Two, I don't know. I don't even know. Don't two know. dads driving, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. This isn't celebrities and coffee cars with Jerry Seinfeld. It's like, basically you and your bus driver at this point because we record them all in cars and I'm always driving. So. That's that's what happens. It's, I would prefer for you to be driving instead of me driving and trying to run OBS. So I like I like the balance. Dangerous. I'm okay with the balance at this point. So um, so once again, 
from the vehicular device that is transporting us from one place to another. I am Zero No. I'm Luck Unchanged. You guys have a good weekend, good day, whenever this finds you. Uh, be safe, make good choices. Thanks for playing. <laughs>